Hey everyone, just a brief announcement for those who haven't heard yet. Intentional Living is now called Alive and Active Life. We are very excited about this new name and the powerful ways God continues to use this ministry. If you'd like to hear more about the process of our name change, I invite you to listen to the podcast entitled Alive and Active Life, Our New Name. And now, here is today's episode. Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Steps to Renew Hope Hope is a critical component to being vibrant and healthy. When hope wanes, everything cycles downward. You need to renew hope. How is your hope doing today? Did you know that hope can erode? I'll be transparent here. Sometimes my hope gets beat up a little bit. I'm guessing you might have had the same thing happen to your hope occasionally. Hope goes through an erosion process when you have to stand alone in some issue or when you have been plotting for a very long time and there's no end in sight. It may be a tragedy has invaded your life. Sometimes you feel hopeless and helpless to hold things together and go forward. Have your resources run out? Is someone making your life really challenging? Perhaps a person has literally broken your heart. You need steps to renew hope. I have experienced most of the scenarios that we just mentioned. Very likely you have too. In order to renew hope, I urge you to spend time alone with the Lord each day. Be vulnerable with Him. Resolve to trust Him against all hope. I encourage you to grab on to these things even before you explore the action steps that we're going to talk about. Why? Because it works. That's what I do first when my hope gets hit. Transparent time with Jesus helps to reset perspective. Trusting Him against all hope stirs hope up again. I want to stress that it's not just when your hope gets smashed that you spend time with the Lord. That needs to be a daily special time with Him. When you read, meditate on, and memorize the scriptures. By the way, meditating is simply picturing practical application. Your regular time includes interacting with the principles that you read from God's Word, often through some kind of journaling. And it helps to include prayer for you and prayer for others. This sets you up for daily strong hope. All right, so now we're going to talk about those steps that you need to renew your hope when it has been smashed. In addition to doing the above things first, those things that I said, that's what I do when I get smashed, 
I found there are some additional action steps that will help with hope. And I pray that you will be encouraged as you hear me talk about these steps. They are practical, my friend. Carry them out and then see positive changes. Maybe not in your circumstance, but definitely in you. Okay, so step number one for renewing your hope is, first of all, to identify that you've lost it. You need to wrestle it to the ground. When you have damaged hope, identify that. Identify that your hope is literally hanging by a thread. Maybe it's already gone. That may sound so simple, but it is critical to name it. Naming a problem is the starting point to address it. Then you can take an informed approach into the next action steps. So, again, identify that your hope is slipping away. Second step, take responsibility. You need to take responsibility for your perspective. At this step, you decide whether you are going to be the manager over your thoughts, your words, your moods, and your actions, or are you going to let them manage you? Whether you are at fault or not in your situation doesn't really matter. What matters is what the fallout is doing to you. And that is yours to manage under the loving kindness of God. He will help you pick this up even if the circumstances were unfair. So that second step, take responsibility for your perspective in order to hang on to your hope. Third step, stand tall and be resolved. There is a solution You just need to find it with God's help. This step is very hard when you are already discouraged. However, if a person refuses to think and pray about a solution, they can slip into a depression. It's a bit like sealing your doom. It is hard enough to be discouraged. Depression can get worse. Instead of slipping down, rise up. God created you with dignity and honor in His image. You can stand tall. He created you with discipline and the ability to solve problems, similarly to how He operates. You can be resolved. If you stand tall and resolved, you have a really good shot at pulling back into hope. The fourth step is to quickly and eagerly turn to God. Ask Him for His help. You need a very specific posture as you do this, or you might as well just stare in the mirror. Your posture needs to be one of reminding yourself who God really is. Focus on the names that God calls Himself for your well-being. Here, consider this. God actually didn't have a name in the Old Testament for a long time. As human history progressed, He began to name Himself for the sake of His people. His names correspond to His people's needs. 
to your needs. Check it out. He calls himself everything you need. So quickly turn to God and eagerly grab onto his names by faith to stir hope up again. The fifth step is to identify your needs. To tackle lost hope, you have to start by identifying your needs. This takes a bit of work and maybe some careful thought, some prayer, and some time. But be patient. In order to grab hold of the name that God calls himself to meet your need, you need to name your need. Doesn't that make sense? It's like the puzzle piece that you find and identify it's the very spot that you've been looking for. For more on God's names and your needs, I invite you to check out my book, Reach Back, Intentionally Reaching Back to God. Go to our website and look it up in our store. So identifying your needs is critical in putting your hope puzzle piece back together. And then sixth, let go. Take your hands off of what you expect God's solution to look like. It is so tempting to insist that the answer look like you have it pictured in your head. But that limits God. Why would you limit the one power that can actually address your situation and restore your hope? Hmm. Good question. Ephesians 1, verses 17 through 23 says this, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the very same mighty strength that he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Okay, that's the scripture from Ephesians. Verses 19 and 20, you can look it up later, from chapter 1. They claim that the power available to you is the very same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Okay, so that's a wow. Surely, that power will do something to renew your hope. But you have to let go of everything that you are hanging on to except Jesus, to reclaim your hope. And then the seventh step is to claim the scripture, similar to what we just read. Claim it. Does that sound old-fashioned to you? 
or maybe a bit unrealistic? Please, believe me when I say that it is very real, extremely relevant, and exactly what you need. We could use a little bit more old-fashioned in this world. So, here are some points. First, focus on God's name that fits into your personal puzzle spot. Then, identify your specific needs. Then, pick out a verse or two that fits your needs and your situation. After that, meditate on the verses. That means you're going to picture application in your life. After that, memorize it. Just commit those words of God to memory so you have them instantly available in your heart. And finally, receive hope connected to your verse or verses by faith with an open mind and an open heart. If you claim scripture in a sincere, resolved manner, your hope will begin a miraculous resurrection just like the miraculous resurrection of Jesus Christ. They are connected. Finally, do the unthinkable thing of throwing yourself into God. Just throw yourself into Him. It is a huge faith step. Another way to say it is this. Literally tether your heart to Him. Resolve to trust and obey Him, no matter what your feelings are doing. This will feel like the unthinkable when you are without hope. Believe me, it will feel that way. But it is the smartest, most logical, comforting action that you can take. I'd like to just share from my own testimony and again be vulnerable with you. Every single time I have done this without reserve, my hope has been renewed, restored, and refreshed. It doesn't always happen immediately, but resolve steadies you until hope is reborn. When you do this final step, the unthinkable, and throw yourself into God with abandon, you absolutely connect with hope again. All right, we're going to just quickly review those steps. First of all, identify that you have lost your hope. Second, take responsibility for it. Get in the game. Third, stand tall and be resolved. Fourth, quickly and eagerly turn to God. Fifth, identify your needs. Name them. Sixth, let go and let God. It's the only way you can know hope. Seventh, claim scripture. Claim it in a real and practical way. Read it, journal it, memorize it, and meditate on it. And then eighth, do the unthinkable. Throw yourself into God. So, those are your action takeaway steps. When your hope is fading, or maybe it's already gone, follow these action steps to gain it back. God is the God of hope. 
He helps you find hope again. Cover this whole process with prayer. Be patient and wait on the Lord. He will renew your hope in a way that will delight your very soul. God is faithful. And yes, you totally can renew hope. Follow the steps and have a great week. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources, including books and eBooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.